time I say that, we're going to be here a while. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Everybody doing all right this morning? Amen. I just want to take a moment and, and have special prayer. You know, our, our state, uh, Central Kentucky, I guess is what I know the most about. Obviously, that's where I'm from. But uh, there are a lot of families, uh, a lot of people, a lot of businesses that have been impacted by this storm. And I just want us to have a special word of prayer for everybody this morning. Uh, praise the Lord. I mean... Uh, Jeanette and I have been highly impacted by uh, the church just a little bit here. You know, some high winds with the storage building. I noticed uh, some metal off the front of the building here, but it's okay. We'll get all that corrected and fixed up. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Sister Joyce had the roof taken off, the porch roof taken off, part of the house roof taken off her house. And, but praise God, we're going to get it all taken care of. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. The main thing is everybody was safe. Amen. The house next door is going through a window by about like that portrait did. So praise God. I believe by my heart, he just guided that metal, said, no, if you're not going through that window, just get to the side over here a little. Amen. So protected that family. Hallelujah. And I know there's a lot more stories. Amen. But, uh, you know, just talking about it some today, it just hit me in my spirit. You know, let's, let's lift everybody up in prayer this morning. If you need anything from your church family, you let us know. We'll do whatever we can. I've already talked to a couple of you, and we're going to talk some more. Amen. Uh, but whatever we can do to help each other out, that's what we're going to do. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's pray specifically about uh, what's taking place over the last couple of days. And uh, then I'll go ahead and open up the service this morning. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord, that you are still on the throne. Regardless of what we're faced with, Father, regardless of what we go through in this life, you are still on the throne. And Lord, we thank you for your protection. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for watching out over people and keeping people and most of all for drawing people to yourself, Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for the very angels of God, hallelujah, and camping around this place, Lord God, other properties, hallelujah, homes and people, Lord, and we thank you for that holy hand of protection of your own self, Father God, your spirit being with us, hallelujah. We thank you, we praise you, Lord, hallelujah, for continuing to watch out over us, Lord. Now, Father, as people go through this cleanup process, as people go through the aftermath Lord God, of what has taken place over the last few days, we ask that you would be with each and every one of us, Lord, that you would give us wisdom and knowledge, that you would move upon insurance companies, you would move upon people, you would move upon businesses, Lord God, and cause people to do the right thing in your eyes, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for the provision for workers and contractors, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for protecting homeowners at the same time in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. We thank you for that divine protection that you have given those that we know, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord God. Now, Father, I just speak peace right now. We speak peace to everyone that was impacted through this storm over the last couple of days, Lord. There is nothing that is too big for you. There's nothing that is too big for you to take care of, nothing that is too big for you to handle. So we thank you for strength encouragement, hallelujah, one mind and one accord, hallelujah, and the very peace of God being upon everyone that was impacted through these storms, Lord. Now, Father, 
we come to you this morning. And Lord, your word says where two or three are gathered together, there am, am I in the midst of them, Lord God. And we truly gather here in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, we thank you for honoring your word, for being in the midst of us today. Lord, we know that there's been a lot of noise around us. <laughs> Literally a lot of noise around us, Lord God. But Father, this morning we just settle ourselves down. And we bring every thought into subjection unto you, casting down every imagination that would exalt itself above you, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we come to honor you. We come to worship you. We come to praise you this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. Take joy and have pleasure in our praise and worship unto you. But Father, at the same time, touch our hearts. Minister to us, Lord God. Make us more like you. Hallelujah. That as we go out and about throughout this earth, Lord God, we would speak the name of Jesus, that name that is above every name, Lord. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. For the hearts that we come into contact with, that we can minister to that name that is above every name. Jesus, we honor you this morning. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you for a special anointing upon this praise and worship team. A strong anointing in this house today. Oh, we give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' mighty name. And let the house of the Lord say amen. Let's stand this morning as we worship the Lord.
first again. Be still, there's a healer.
right now in complete and total adoration for the one that went to that cross and died upon that cross. For the one that went into that grave, but the grave cannot hold him. No, 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 the grave cannot hold him. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Lord, you came up out of that grave. Yes, you came up out of that grave. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless you, mighty King. Oh, Shandaraka Sidi Andona, Shaveni Andona, Shandaraka Andona, Nanana. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, we love you, Lord. Oh, love on him, church. Just love on him right now. Hallelujah. Just tell him in your own way how much you love him. Tell him in your own way how much you appreciate him. Tell him in your own way how much you're thankful for his grace, his mercy, and his love. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Oh, mighty King, you're worthy. about the heart of a person. Hallelujah. He's concerned about the soul of a person. He's concerned about all that we are. He has given the ability through Jesus Christ 
to cover all that we are in this earth. You know, church, sometimes you just got to tarry in His presence. It's got to be okay. what they had need of, oh God. Give them what you want to give them. Thank you, Lord. Draw them, Lord. Draw the sinner to yourself, Lord. Oh, Lord, that they would accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I call back, Lord, those that have wandered away like the prodigal son. I call them back, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I call them back to the kingdom. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Every child of yours, Lord God, move upon their heart right now and bring them back to you. God still cares for you. God still cares for you. How much can he care? So much he sent his son. Left the very doors of heaven and sent him into this earth. For the perfect and ultimate sacrifice for you. Just give in and serve him. Won't you just give in and say, Lord, I just give up. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of running from you. I want to run to you. Won't you just give in and start to run to the Lord?
nothing that you've done that is so difficult that God can't move in your situation. There's nothing that you've done that is so difficult that Jesus Christ won't enter into your heart. I got a testimony they'd like to share this morning. Hallelujah. Anybody got a testimony you'd like to share of God's goodness? Sister Joyce? This isn't anything pertaining to me per se. This is something we know we're supposed to walk by faith. We're supposed to walk by the word of God. And uh, I heard this preacher preaching the other day and he was saying how Mark Barkley, I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with him, he's on Victory Channel, that his little grandchild, his little granddaughter had drowned in a swimming pool. But his son stood over her and began to declare, he said, I claim tither's rights over my grandchild. And I don't know if you all are familiar with that scripture in Malachi 3.10 that talks about the blessing or the faithfulness of the tithers. And he said, Said they put the little girl in the ambulance to take her to the hospital. But when they got to the hospital, the people were running out you know, to get the little girl out. They're looking around. Where's the little girl? Where's the dad on arrival? That's what they said. And she was setting up. Wow. God had raised her up. Wow. And said they were asking the attendant, where's the little girl? And he said the, the attendant was in all in tears. He couldn't help. He just kept pointing at her. So they took her inside and checked her out, and they were asking her, said, well, how do you feel? And she said, I feel like Jesus. I was dead, and now I've been risen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, Praise that's a new Lord. I had never thought about releasing your faith that way, but there are tithers' rights if you're a faithful tither. Mm. Just think about that. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. Anybody else got a testimony they'd like to share? Amen. God is so good. Hallelujah. 
chapter 15 this morning. Amen. Matthew chapter 15. I've got a short word today. <laughs> amen. It may not be that long. But uh, it'll be whatever God wants it to be. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. <laughs> Praise God. And I want you to know and understand uh, I received this word for myself. I receive this word for myself, and I pray that you will receive it for yourselves, amen. Just let God apply his word to each of you how he wants to, amen. And uh, uh, if I ever say anything that causes you some concern or an issue, you just call me, okay? Amen. Let's get together and talk, Amen. Because I'm going to encourage you pretty hard today. Hallelujah. I'm going to encourage us pretty hard today. And, and like I said, I really need encouragement with this word for myself. Amen. Because I believe for me and Jeanette, I have not seen nor ear heard the wonderful works of God that he has yet to do through us. And I know really for this young lady that grew up on an opposite side of the tracks literally than I did, although household was so much like our household, amen, uh, we've been used for a lot to God be all the glory, hallelujah, but there is so much more that God wants to do, and in Christ there's always more. Well, Steve, if you always focus on the more, you'll, you know, you'll lose track of what he's doing right now. No, I'm glad and I'm thankful and I acknowledge what he's doing right now. Amen. But if I stay too long in the right now before you know it, I'm looking backwards and not looking forward. At least that's for me. That may not be for you. You see, he moves precept upon precept. Amen. And when I accomplish one precept, I'm ready to leap forward to the next precept. Amen. In other words, when, when we accomplish one thing that God's had us do, we're ready to move forward to the next thing. Amen. Hallelujah. I, 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 I encourage you, enjoy the moment where God has you. But don't be so satisfied in that moment that you miss your future. That's really what I'm trying to say. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So with this particular word this morning, I just want to uh, move through it and, and allow the Lord to speak how he wants to. Let's look here in Matthew chapter 15, verse 1. It says, Then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We praise you, Lord, for your word. And Father, we open our hearts to your word right now, Lord God. I ask, Father, that you would use this vessel of clay empowered by your spirit, Lord God, to speak your word forth. Let your word come forth through my lips, anointed. Hallelujah. Highly. 
and meaningfully powerful, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Let this word come forth mightily, O God, and let it be embedded into the hearts of the hearers of your word. Father, I surrender to you and submit myself totally and completely to you right now in Jesus' name. Speak this word as you want it spoken in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So they said here in verse 2, why do thy disciples transgress the tradition, the tradition, the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. Amen. And so Jesus goes on here and he says, But he, he being Jesus, answered and said unto them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? Amen. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with traditions or anything like that, but you just need to kind of be careful of what kind of impact and effect that traditions have on your life. Amen. For God commanded, saying, this is Jesus speaking, God commanded, saying, Honor the, thy father and mother, and he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, remember who he's talking to, the scribes and the Pharisees, he said, But you say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. And honor, honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have you made the commandment of God of none effect by your tradition. By your tradition. Amen. So, what does their tradition say? The scribes and Pharisees were so focused on their tradition that they actually lost track of what the word says. Jesus said, the word says, honor your father and your mother. But yet, what you're doing by your tradition, you're not honoring your father and your mother. So when traditions get in the way of God's word, that's when you run into problems. That's when you run into an issue. Again, nothing wrong with traditions. I like traditions, amen. I love traditions. But I love God's word more. And I challenge us this morning, live according to God's word. Let God's word order your steps, amen. God's word is Christ himself in this earth, amen. Hallelujah, for in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, amen, and the word was God, amen, and over a few verses, and the word became flesh, amen. So you got this word, you got Christ. You got the Holy Ghost in you, you got Christ in you, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So have your traditions, but don't let your traditions override God's word, amen. Praise the Lord. So let's move on and get down to the meat, I believe, of what God wants to say today. Uh, verse 7. Verse 7 says, You hypocrites, well did I, Isaiah uh, prophesy of you, saying, This people dwelleth not unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips. But their heart, their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines and commandments of men. Amen. So he, he actually called the scribes and Pharisees hypocrites. He said, you know, with your mouth and your lips, you honor me, but with your heart, your heart's far from me. Amen. So God is looking upon the heart of people. Amen. God's looking upon my heart. God's looking upon your heart. Hallelujah. I promise you I'll get to where we're going. 
But I want us to understand that God is looking upon our hearts. What God does, he is doing to affect the heart of a person. Amen. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I know sometimes I just, they just miss some mucky and yucky stuff that's come out of my heart. Because my mouth unfortunately spoke it. Amen. I know none of you all ever done anything like that or anything like that. But, you know, I, I have to admit that, that I have. So anyway, uh, Jesus called the scribes and Pharisees, he called them hypocrites. And then he began to move on here in verse 10. <clears throat> Amen. And in verse 10 he says, And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand. When Jesus says hear and understand, it's kind of like therefore. <laughs> Amen. It's a little bit of extra emphasis to it. Amen. And so he says, Hear and understand. Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth this defileth a man. Amen. Remember what this conversation is all about. It's all about the tradition of the scribes and the Pharisees and the disciples not washing their hands before they eat. I wash my hands as much as I can, amen. Hallelujah. But I have to admit, I had a sandwich yesterday after working on the roof and I didn't wash my hands. Can I say that? Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, I guess I can because I did. Amen. Praise the Lord. Didn't really mean anything to me, you know. Amen. But Jesus here, again, the scribes and the Pharisees, they got this certain tradition. So Jesus says, that which goeth into the mouth, uh, not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this is what defiles a man. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? I'm going to tell you something, church. Our responsibility as Christians is to stick by the word the best that we can. Amen. And sometimes the word will offend. But it's not the word so much as it is the heart of the person hearing the word. See, there's a manifestation that takes place because of the word. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So Peter said that to Jesus, and then Jesus answered, and he said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Declare unto us this parable. In other words, explain unto us this parable. So Jesus spoke, and he said, are you yet without understanding? You know, God's not trying to withhold any understanding from his people. God's not trying to not answer you. He'll answer you on his time. Amen. And sometimes that's kind of what befells me a little bit because I'm kind of one of these quick people. I like to get her done, so to speak. <laughs> you know? And, and so anyway, he says, Are you yet without understanding? Do you not understand that whatsoever goeth in the mouth Whatever, whatsoever entereth in the mouth goeth into the belly and is cast out into the drop. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defileth not a man. Amen. 
So it's not what's taking in, it's what's coming out that defiles. Amen. It, it, it's what, what the mouth speaks. Amen. So here in uh, verse, verse 18, but those things would proceed out of the mouth, they come forth from the heart. Amen. Those are the things that defile a man. So I know for me, my wife is kind of, I just have to, to confess right now, my wife has kind of been on me pretty good. She says, Steve, you really got to watch what you say. <laughs> Ain't that right, honey? She's back there, yeah. <laughs> she says, Steve, you got to really watch what you say and be careful what you say. And, and see, here's the significance of this church. We're going to jump over a couple of scriptures. And you know me, I like getting ahead of myself. I don't like to, I just do. Amen. But what we say and the words that we speak is impacting the atmosphere around us. So why is Jesus placing so much importance on what actually defiles? Because he wants to come out of us what does not defile. You, you see? Amen. So in other words, we have to watch what we speak. We have to watch what we say. Amen. Because what you got to understand, you are royalty. You, the word calls the Christian a king and a priest. Now there's no gender there. I'm not addressing gender. Male or female, the word says, Paul says, you're a king and you're a priest. You are royalty. And when royalty speaks, something happens in this earth. So what Jeanette's saying is, Steve, be careful what you say because what you're speaking, your words are so weighted because you're a child of the Most High God. Amen. Amen. Do you see what's happening? And, and so the words that we speak, they will impact the atmosphere, and they will also create a certain atmosphere around us. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So Jesus is, is he's wanting us to focus on the creation, amen, of that which does not defile. How do you do that? Well, let's turn to James. Let's jump over here to James real quick. James chapter 3. Let's look at uh, verse 8. Amen. James 3 verse 8. Hallelujah. We create that atmosphere by the things that we say. We watch what we speak. Amen. James verse, uh, chapter 3 verse 8 says, But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God. Even the Father and therewith come... Curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. Wow. <laughs> Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. That the fountain send forth at, at the same place sweet water and bitter water? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine fig? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh water. Amen. So back up here to verse 8, it says, Out of the same mouth proceed a blessing and cursing. These things ought not so to be. Amen. Hallelujah. That was verse 10. Verse 8 says, But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Hallelujah. So the things that we're, that are, that we're going to speak 
They're coming from our heart. So what is the condition of the heart? Where is your heart? Amen. So as God's people, we have to be careful what we say or how we speak. What we speak affects the atmosphere around us and therefore affects our lives, but not only our lives, but the lives of those around us. Amen. See, I wonder, I wonder this for myself first and foremost. You wonder it however you want to as when you're God. I wonder how much I really believe my words have this kind of an effect. Oh, I've seen morsels before. I've seen some things that have taken place before. Amen. I have to tell you, oh Lord, why do I always use myself as an example? <laughs> It's okay if I do that. <laughs> Amen. I have to be honest with you. I was out here trying to fight this wind the other day, putting these dumpsters, trash dumpsters, down on the ground, and they still was blowing around. Finally got them situated. By the time I got back to the truck, man, that wind just about blew me across the parking lot. I said, I better, I better maybe go on home and stay inside, you know, and and uh, uh, you know, this is just my own confession. Amen. And then I heard this metal clanging and rattling. Usually it's these warehouse buildings over here. But this particular day, I saw it out of the corner of my eye, and it was uh, Joyce's house right up here. The fascia metal was whipping around like a snake's tail, or maybe kind of like Moxie's tail, Jeanette. I mean, it was whipping pretty hard. Moxie is our dog. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I went up here in the entrance to the farm, and I began to pray, and, and you know, I... I said all the words and I spoke all the scriptures and everything. And I tell you what, that wind didn't stop. The manifestation of the wind didn't stop. See, what are you saying? I'm confessing to you. How much do I really believe my words? I have mo I've had moments where it's been the opposite. When I spoke, it, it happened just like that. I've had those moments. So then I go on home, you know, and then I get this call from Sister Joyce, and she informed me about some metal being over on the fence next door, you know, and, and I said, well, I'll be up there as soon as I can get up there, but the way this wind is right now, just need to kind of watch it for a little bit. And then I went up there, and man, the whole porch roof is gone. Uh, two sheets are gone of the metal. The rest of the roof is flopping and flapping like that, doesn't come unscrewed, you know. Pretty surreal kind of, wasn't it, Joyce? I mean, it just, you know, said, wow, you know, this is quite a bit here. And I said, Lord, I don't understand this. I prayed, and I know how I prayed. I said, well, now, what's going on here? The wind was still whipping and blowing 40, 50 mile an hour, I guess, you know, and then I said, Lord, I just don't understand that now. But I'll tell you something, church, you know, for about a year, I'd walk outside here, go up and check the mail or whatever, every time I drive that way, I looked at that roof, and I said, Lord, we need to paint that roof or something, because it was looking bad. Old galvanized metal roof, the green done wore off of it, and it was looking pretty bad. So we need to do something with that roof, we need to get that roof painted. Well, when I was questioning my God and then thinking about my words and my faith, it just kind of hit me. Well, you know, I'm going to get a new roof now. I ain't going to have to paint it. 
It's okay. You can laugh about that. I do. Yeah, amen. Y'all didn't get that like I got that. Maybe you did. Amen. But you see, the thing about it is, I know what I said. I know what I prayed. Amen. I know where my heart was. Amen. But you know, nobody was hurt. Nobody was harmed. Amen. And besides, I don't have to get up there and roll that roof with new green paint down. I might have to get up there and shove a few pieces of metal up there or something to kind of help out fix it, you know. But I don't have to get up there and paint it. And besides, a fellow helping me yesterday, he said, you better not step on one of these galvanized roofs where the paint has already gone off because it's slick as ice. This is a roofer of about 50 years. I'm <laughs> telling you that. So I figured he probably knew. Amen. So praise the Lord. See, God's ways are higher than our ways. Amen. Hallelujah. His thoughts are higher than ours. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we just simply got to back up and trust God. Our words are faithful. Our words are true as long as we're speaking his word. Amen. So what is the condition of heart? Why am I telling you that story? Because God rose above my own capabilities and he is bringing forth. He works all things together for our good, for those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Amen. I don't have to paint that roof no more. There's going to be a new roof put on it. <laughs> There's got to be, you know? And, and so, here, here's something else. Why am I going this way, Lord? Here's something else. You know, the Word of God says our own righteousness is as filthy rags. The Word of God says that, you know, we are sinners saved by grace. But the word also says that we have to depend and trust in his righteousness. So what we can do, we just simply rest in what he has already done. You see what I'm saying? And this is where the Christian is having trouble. Well, I, I, wait, I'm sorry. This is where I'm having trouble. Because my ability to simply rest in what he's already done, I have limited. See, my righteousness is of no avail. It'll not get me there. It'll not accomplish what he wants to have accomplished. But as I rest in his righteousness, amen, it gets me everywhere I will ever need to go. It will accomplish everything I will ever need to do. You see what I'm saying? So resting in his righteousness will create a certain condition of heart, amen, that speaks forth into the atmosphere, the word of God, that situates the atmosphere as God wants it to be, as the people of God begin to move forward, hallelujah, amen, and accomplish every good and perfect work from above that is of God, amen. We will not accomplish it in our own strength, our own understanding, and we will not accomplish it in our own faith. Now you keep your tomatoes in your pocket. There's places in the Word where it says, by the faith of Christ. And what I'm talking about this morning, we're, 
I don't want just my faith to take me as far as I can go. I want to walk in his faith. Amen. Now this goes a lot deeper and, 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 and goes a lot further than what I'm able to tell you this morning. Amen. But we rest in his faith the same way we rest in his righteousness and his faith like his righteousness moves us into that special place, hallelujah, to see our destiny not only as individuals, but our destiny accomplished as a church, amen. This house on its own will not move over here and build a multi-million dollar facility. Not under our current situation that we're in. But here's the thing you got to understand. That's not a negative confession. That's a confession that says there's more he's going to do right here in preparation to take you there. Amen. Amen. And church, I'm just simply saying, wow, how can we get off on this, Lord? Hallelujah. We got to get out of ourselves and just simply rest in him. Amen. Our walk should be a walk of rest. We do as he tells us to do. Jesus said, I do what I see my father doing. So we just do what he tells us to do. We're putting so much pressure on ourselves. I'm such an analytical person. I just analyze everything. I'll walk in here sometimes and I'll start looking at this or that. I'll start analyzing it. I'll start analyzing these wood beams. You know, I've gone down through here before and I check these beams out just to make sure they're still straight and not crooked. Brother Thomas, one day I was even going to bring in my four-foot level and make sure they were still straight. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I, I just analyze things. And, and you know, that's really hard. A, a person who analyzes has a hard time resting. Don't I, Jeanette? She's back there like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> Have a hard time resting. So my challenge today is rest in the Lord. Rest in his faith, rest in his righteousness, amen, hallelujah, and just let the things come out of your heart that is of God to change the atmosphere around not only you, but the atmosphere around those that you love. Because it's those things that come out of the heart that are defiled. And I know for me, I've defiled not only people before, but that atmosphere before. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow, we really got off on something good there, didn't we? I enjoyed that. I, did y'all like it? Yeah. I, honey, I thought that was a good word. Hallelujah, I get tickled over good words. Amen, I get tickled over any words. Lord, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hey, if you haven't seen something manifest in your life that you've been praying for, just rest. Just rest. What are you going to do about it other than keep believing, trusting, and resting in God? Just rest. God's got it. Ah, hallelujah. I told you I'm saying this to myself too, right? Is it okay? Is it okay if when we preach Pastor Mark that, you know, we, we preach to ourselves too? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I love you. And I know you all love me. Amen. Praise God. Let's turn, if you would, over to Ephesians chapter 4. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, that looks good. 
little Matthew. There's them two pages that when he's 18 months old, he tore out my Bible. He was learning to walk. I left my Bible on the couch. Some of you heard that before. I guess he just wanted to start preaching early, and he grabbed my Bible, and he went, rip. Walking the Word. I, yeah, amen. <laughs> Walking the Word. It's, yeah, I like that, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I still can read every word. I mean, it came right out of the binding for the most part. Amen. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 4. Praise the Lord. God loves us, you all. He's good to us. He just wants, you know, our, our walk in this training ground that we live in is just to make us more like Him. That's all. Don't mean we won't make mistakes. I know y'all don't make mistakes, but I sure have. But just make us more like Him is all. Amen. Praise God. So Ephesians chapter 4, it says, uh, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is edifying and good. Uh, to, oh, I'm sorry. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good and to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Amen. So I want to back up here. It says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that you may minister grace to the hearers. Amen. I remember some years ago, uh, I think Jeanette and I, uh, yeah, we were youth pastors at, at a local church, and and uh, I was working in a local factory, amen, and uh, somebody came up to me one day, and they knew who I was, and they, they knew what kind of Christian I was, and I'd always try to minister to people, and, you know, witness for Jesus, amen. Well, this one person was trying to trip me up, hallelujah, and they said, show me in the Bible where it says, thou shalt not cuss. That's what they said. I sat there and I thought. I said to myself, now I know you and I know you're trying to trip me up, but I can't think of where it says thou shalt not cuss. Nowhere. Well, that bothered me. So I went home and in my prayer time and over the next couple of days I was praying and I said, Lord, you know, I don't see where it says thou shalt not cuss. How do I address this with this person? And God had me open my word and it went right to this scripture. <laughs> so it goes further than says thou shalt not cuss. It says let every word that comes out of your mouth be good for the use of edifying. That it may minister grace unto the hearers of the word. Hallelujah. So out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. So the things that our mouths should be speaking ministers grace to the hearers, and it should be edifying to those hearers of that word. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So I want to encourage us today. Let's speak the good things of God to affect the atmosphere around us. Amen? How are we going to do that? We're going to keep drawing close to God. We're going to keep allowing Him to minister to us making us more like Him. We're going to watch the things that we speak, understanding that we are royalty. 
We are kings and priests in this earth according to the word. And as we speak, you know, when, when a king would speak, I mean, that was a decree. That, that was made. That was, that was put out into the earth and it had to be done. You know, God's people are going to wake up someday. And, I mean, there's some now that operate in this. But God, I believe, wants this to take place for the masses. That the masses are affected in this last day and hour. That we understand that because we are royalty and by the power of the Holy Ghost that's in us, that when we speak, amen, it changes things in the earth. Hallelujah. So, we would just simply watch those things that we say, amen, and we speak the good things of God to those around us. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I know for myself I need help, Lord, operating to the magnitude that you have chosen for me to operate where this word is concerned, oh God. Father, begin to slow me down in ways that I need to be slowed down. That I can speak how you want me to speak in this earth. But not only speak, Lord, but we begin to see results. That we begin to see the result from what we speak, oh God. We begin to receive the manifestations from what we say, Lord God. Lord, all for your glory. All being part of those greater works that we shall do according to what you said, Lord, yourself. Hallelujah. That it would bring pleasure and would bring glorification to you, Father. That souls would come to know you. Lord, we've got the answers because you've got the answers. Hallelujah, Father. Father, there's too many people in this earth that are being affected, Lord God by the strategies of the enemy. Lord, you have set us in this earth to be a light, to be a light to this world, to be a light that when we walk into a place of darkness, the darkness has to move and disperse because light has entered therein. We thank you, Lord. That's whom you have made us, O oh God. So, Father, for us to arrive where we need to arrive, we simply rest in you and all that you are. We rest in your righteousness. We rest in your own faith, hallelujah, that moves and flows through us under the leadership of your spirit in this earth. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, I just receive a changing eye. Lord, <laughs> Wow, Lord, I just feel it in my heart right now, changing in my heart, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I don't want to be distracted by the things of this world. And I pray, Lord God, that your people would not be distracted by the things of this world. Lord, that we would draw close to you and come near unto you. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' mighty name. And let the house of the Lord say amen. 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 Praise God. Do you understand what God's saying today? It's all good. Ain't that right? Amen. Praise the Lord. God is good. Hallelujah. Amen.
Praise the Lord. Just a couple of quick announcements. I'm not going to run through all of them because they were, I think, put up on the bulletin board here, on the projector screen here. And uh, as we leave service today, they'll be put back up there uh, trying to kind of expedite what we do and make just a little bit better here at New Life, how we do things. Amen. Uh, but uh, just a quick announcement. Don't forget about March the 19th, soup and sandwiches at the church. We want to invite everybody to that. Amen. Uh, if you don't have a home church, come on out and join us that day. Hallelujah. Um, and participate. We want to give you a free meal. Doesn't matter who you are. Amen. Come on out. We'd like for you to come out and eat lunch with us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Easter egg hunt, April 9th. Uh, don't forget to bring in your individually wrapped candies. We can put those in the office. Amen. And then uh, April the 23rd, we will have the 20th anniversary uh, dinner after the morning service. Hallelujah. Jeanette, did I forget anything? Pastor Mark? Anybody? Forget anything. Amen. Everybody good? Amen. Praise God. God bless you. We thank you for joining us via Facebook today. Uh, don't forget about our website, newlifeparisky.com. That's newlifeparisky.com. Several links on the website. Go out and explore that. Uh, go to newlifeparisky.com. Uh, scroll to the bottom of the page. Click on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel so we can begin to uh, increase that uh, uh, service or make it go out there. <laughs> That's all I know, amen. I'm not one of those tech gurus, so I don't really understand all that, but I've done it. I went and clicked, and it took me there, amen. That's pretty easy. If I can do it, anybody can do it, Pastor Mark. Ain't that right? Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to try to grow these areas of our church. Hallelujah. Uh, been talking about it for several years and, and, and put some things forth to accomplish it. Amen. And uh, that's just simply all that we're doing, and, and we, we're thankful for everything that has taken place. Hallelujah. Praise God. God bless you. Have a great day.